welcome back to the Binge Eating Dietitian. My name is Jo, I'm a registered dietitian and certified intuitive eating counsellor and I'm here to smash the taboo of binge eating. Welcome back for another episode. Before we get into it, I just want to take a moment to give you some recognition for what you're going through as somebody who is struggling with binge eating. I want you to know I am talking to you. It's okay if you think that this podcast must be for other people. It mustn't be for you because nobody else understands what you're going through. So I want to say that I do understand. I understand that your heart is racing as you binge, that you're pacing back and forth, opening and closing the doors of the press and the fridge a hundred times over. I understand that binges still happen even though you have just been out for a three course meal or you've had a really quote unquote good week of eating and there's no apparent trigger at play. Most binges happen in secret. They happen when we're alone. There's nobody else around and that's what makes it feel so isolating and so alienating. So I just wanted to reiterate that at the start of this podcast that I am speaking directly to you. If you are somebody who binge eats, then this is for you. And if I bring you back to episode one, remember the definition of binge eating that we're working with. Around here, I define a binge as eating a larger amount of food than you're used to in a way that feels out of control to you and is causing you distress. Remember that binges are subjective and they're individualized to you. So it's okay if your definition of binge eating is not what is written in the books or what a professional tells you it is. What you are experiencing is valid and is deserving of help and support. And stick around until the end of today's episode because I have a free resource that I'm going to be reviewing for you that's available to you today. So stick around and I'll give you my thoughts on it. All right, so let's get cracking into today's topic. So today's topic is nuanced. It's something that many of my clients can feel a bit uncomfortable talking about. It's something that you may not have even ever considered before. Today, I'm going to be delving into the positive side of binge eating. And I can already hear you pushing back on this one. Like, how can there be any positives? I know that binge eating is ruining your life and you'll do anything to know how to stop. I promise I hear you loud and clear. And of course, my purpose is to help you ultimately get your life back from binge eating. But whether you like it or not, binge eating does serve you in some way. It does bring you advantages. It does benefit you. There may even be elements of binge eating that you like or you enjoy, and that's okay. It's important to acknowledge the positives that binge eating brings you because then you can consider other more constructive ways or strategies to replace these aspects of binge eating. To get started with this, I want you to have a think about this yourself. I often ask clients to take out a sheet of paper and write out a pros and cons list for binge eating. In the cons column, List out all the difficulties that you are currently experiencing because of your binge eating. You can break down this list into different realms of your life. For example, effect on relationships, effect on your social life, effect on your work, your hobbies, your interests. I bet that you will have no problem filling out this cons list for binge eating. Now, and this is what I'm going to discuss today. 
turn to the positives of binge eating column and using the same subcategories, list all the positives that binge eating brings for you. Don't worry if you can't even think of one positive that binge eating brings you. I'm going to fill you in on four of the most popular positives of binge eating that I hear from people just like you. But as always, nothing is set in stone around here. So whether you have five things or a hundred things on your positives list, it doesn't matter. There's no right or wrong. So it's whatever is the situation for you. All right, so let's get into it then. Here are four common positives that binge eating brings us. Number one is that binge eating has a calming effect. There's no denying that binge eating is certainly linked with anxiety, but at some point in your binge, often towards the end, you may have noticed that a relaxing kind of sedation calmness comes over you. You may feel like binge eating helps to blow off steam, like a whole ball of pent up energy is finally permitted to leave your body. And this happens for good reason. When you're anxious or you're stressed, say before a binge, eating helps to actually calm the nervous system. I bet you've heard of the fight or flight stress response. The fight or flight automatic stress response is sparked when we're faced with a threat or a stressor. No matter what the threat is, eating food is a way of signaling to the body that you are okay, that there isn't actually a threat present and that it can relax. Because if there was a threat present, if you were really at risk of something dangerous, you wouldn't be able to sit down and eat. Eating food signals to the body that everything is okay and that it can switch over from the fight or flight mode, which is activated by the sympathetic nervous system, to rest and digest mode, which is controlled by the parasympathetic nervous system. So I guess to sum up, one of the main positives of binge eating is that it's a quick route to feeling calmer or relaxed, albeit if it's only temporary. And linked with that, you may be wondering, why don't I eat foods that are quote unquote healthy or good for me when I'm feeling stressed or anxious? Well, there's evidence to suggest that there's a natural preference for foods that are higher in fat and sugar during stressful times, probably because these high energy foods are most likely to get us through the stress or the threat. When we eat these, the happy hormone dopamine is released and this makes us feel less stressed or anxious as well. So if this resonates with you and you agree that binge eating has a calming effect, that it takes the edge off, it helps you blow off steam, then that's something that you're going to have to find from another aspect of life when binge eating doesn't feature anymore. Positive of binge eating number two is binge eating gives you the chance to think about something other than food. This sounds like a total paradox, right? The thing is, when you're struggling with binge eating, it's normal to wake up first thing in the morning and to think about food every minute of the day until you go to bed. But what's interesting is, even though you're thinking about food all the time, when you're actually engrossed in a binge, it could be your only chance to not think about food. It's common for people to think about food all day, except when they're actually binge eating. Some say they even get their best thinking done during a binge, whereas others say that their mind has checked out completely. Just take a moment now to ask yourself, where does your mind go when you're binge eating? 
what are you thinking about when you binge? If anything, it's okay if you're not thinking about anything, if your mind has just left the building, checked out completely. I often hear that your mind is nowhere. Instead, you are engrossed watching something on YouTube or Netflix or listening to a podcast. And that if it wasn't for the fact that you were actively binging as you watch that TV show, you wouldn't be able to concentrate on it because you would be thinking about food. Other people say that the day after a binge, they feel a bit nauseous, a little bit sick, and thoughts of food just are not appealing to them for at least a few hours, which then frees up some brain space to think about something else other than food. So you may be able to get a piece of work done, get an assignment done, or even just have a conversation with somebody and not have food constantly on your mind. So whether it's during the time that you're actively binge eating or the day after, binging gives you a break from thinking about food so that you can think about something else. Even if it is just been able to watch a movie or have a conversation with somebody and not have food on your mind, binge eating gives us a little bit of brain space away from food. And again, I know this sounds like a total contradiction, but let's just take a moment to thank binge eating for giving us a few minutes or a few hours or even a day of not thinking about food. Positive of binge eating number three is that you don't have to feel negative emotions. Humans are emotional creatures. That's normal. You may be good at feeling the positive stuff, But it is just as important to feel the whole spectrum of emotions, including the negative ones. When strong negative emotions occur that you feel you just can't tolerate, you may find that binge eating helps them to just go away, at least temporarily. It's a coping mechanism for numbing out the things that we don't want to feel. Some people numb out by being on their phones turn into alcohol or getting overconsumed by work or projects. Obviously, none of these things, including binge eating, are inherently bad. It's just how they're used to blunt out our emotional reaction to life that begs some attention. And something that is good to know now is by working on overcoming binge eating, a possible unpleasant side effect is that now you're going to be faced with feeling all of these emotions that you have blunted with food for some time. This is going to be understandably challenging and so I want to emphasize here that it's okay and even recommended to reach out to a therapist, GP, primary care physician or mental health service for professional help to guide you through this time. Remember that this is different to emotional eating. Emotional eating is completely normal because eating is an emotional act. It's normal to want to have takeaway pizza and ice cream after you've had a rubbish day because those foods actually do help to make you feel a little bit better. So although we have to be grateful that binge eating means that you don't have to feel some negative emotions, If you find that you are numbing out feelings continuously using food, this may be a good sign that you could benefit from some professional support in this area. Positive of binge eating number four is that binge eating might feel like the only thing that is truly yours. Remember in a previous episode, I spoke about how 
binge eating might come about when you feel that the life that you're living isn't truly yours or that it's out of your control? Well, interestingly, binge eating can feel like it's the only thing in your life that is truly yours. Of course, this may resonate with you no matter what your walk of life is, but I'm thinking specifically of, let's say, a young mom who has a couple of children who she has to dedicate her whole life to. Binge eating may be the only thing that feels like is truly hers and that she doesn't have to share it with her kids. You may be very protective of your binge eating and you may be a bit uncertain about even telling a professional about it because you're afraid they're going to tell you that you need to stop. And binge eating is something that you have grown to kind of enjoy and you like that it's your little secret and that only you know about it. Binge eating might be your way that you cope with difficulties of the world and you might be worried about how you're going to cope with life when it's gone. I acknowledge that although society may consider your binge eating to be a problem, that doesn't mean that you have to or that you're ready to let go of it. Your binge eating might feel like it's yours, like you own it, like it's a comfort to you. And I'm here to say it again, there is no pressure for you to overcome it or to stop binge eating. You have to embark on that when the time is right for you. And so at this point, I want to bring you back to the exercise we started off with. Remember the pros and cons list. If your pros list is longer than your negative list, this might be a sign that you're not quite ready to work towards letting go of binge eating. And that is a-okay. And the same goes if you're on the fence, if you're not sure if you need to or you want to. Being ambivalent towards recovery is a sign that you're maybe not quite ready. And again, that's absolutely fine. If I'm speaking to you right now and your pros list is, say, the same length as your cons list and you're feeling a little bit unsure if you want to let go of binge eating, take a second to think about what you would advise to a friend who was in the same position as you're in now. And think about asking your friend Why are you unsure about letting go of your binge eating? What are you afraid of? What are the factors that are stopping you from changing? On the other hand, though, if your list of cons of continuing to binge eat is longer than your list of pros, it sounds like now is a good time to start to take on some of this work to overcome your binge eating. One of the main take-home points from this podcast is an acknowledgement that binge eating is not all bad and whether you like it or not, it does serve you in some way. This is going to sound a bit strange, a bit crazy, a bit out there, but I want you to thank your binge eating for how it has served you. Thank it for being a coping mechanism and something to fall on when you needed it. If your binge eating has come about from dieting or restriction, Thank your binge eating for how it has given you the energy to still function, even though you put yourself under such harsh restrictions. I really believe that what you resist persists. So instead of fighting binge eating and coming at it from a confrontational approach, always trying to not binge, fighting against it, pushing away urges, those urges are going to come back stronger than ever. So instead of fighting against your binge eating and fighting against the urges, let's just take a step back and diffuse the situation. Instead of saying, I hate you binge eating, I want you out of my life, let's say, 
Thank you, binge eating. But now I am ready to move on. This is just a small mindset shift, but you'll be surprised at the power of just changing up your attitude towards binge eating from one of hating and disgust and secrecy to one of gratitude and acceptance. All right. Thank you so much for staying with me until the end of that. We just covered some really heavy stuff there. So give yourself a pat on the back for taking the time to even consider some of these positive aspects of binge eating. If you didn't fill out a list of pros and cons, I really advise you to do it. Like just take a minute, write out that list and you might surprise yourself at how many positives you can actually think of. And it can help you to reinforce that decision that you've made that you want to overcome binge eating when you see that your list of negatives is longer than your positives. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you could rate it on iTunes. It just helps other people to find the podcast as well. And remember to come and say hi on Instagram. I'm at binge.eating.dietitian. Gonna leave you now with today's 30 second cereal box review. Today is a resource by Bodywise, who are the National Eating Disorder Association of Ireland. It's a free resource. It's linked in as, as a PDF below. I can't believe it's free. It's excellent. So I'll leave you with that and I'll see you on the next episode. Binge Eating, Breaking the Cycle, a self-help guide towards recovery. This is a free PDF from the Association of Eating Disorders in Ireland, BodyWise. And this booklet is packed with information about binge eating, how to recognise it, what treatment is like, and a full self-help section where you can read about developing the skills for coping with all the changes that recovering from binge eating brings. This PDF is one of the best resources I have ever come across for binge eating, and I still can't believe that it's free. And you can download it right now. It's linked in the show notes. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice. And it does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. Thank you for listening to this repost episode of the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. If you didn't know already, I am taking some time away from the podcast in 2023 so I can focus on smashing binge eating in other ways. I am doing a doctorate degree. I'm doing a doctorate of education degree in the realm of binge eating. And as you can imagine, it's taking some of my time and attention away from other pursuits like the podcast. I am keeping in touch with you on my mailing list though. So if you go to the link in the show notes now, you'll see a link there that says get your binge free week checklist. When you sign up to get the checklist, you will be added to my mailing list and I'll keep you posted on how things are going over there. And I'm sharing all of old episodes because they are full of wisdom about binge eating that I know that you need to hear. So so please keep listening and I'll chat to you soon over on my mailing list. Make sure you head to the link in the show notes now and sign up to get your free checklist to have a binge free week. And then you'll get my regular emails after that. Until then, please take care of yourself.